Hey, it's Sophie. Hi, it's Chloe. Hey, it's Nikki. And, and this, this is The Glue Stick. The Glue Stick is a student-created podcast that aims to create community ties with small businesses and influential members of the Jackson community. This podcast is entirely produced by Jackson High School students. We're here today with Steve Tucker, the executive director here at the Michigan Theater. Uh, tell us about how the Michigan Theater was established and what the initial ambitions of the business were. Well, first of all, the Michigan Theater is not an ordinary business, it's a nonprofit. Um, the nonprofit status was formed in 1995, I think. The theater was in trouble. Um, ten people got together and purchased the theater from the city for one dollar. And then they set their minds to restoring the theater and getting it up and running and back on track. Originally, when the theater was built in 1930, it was a Butterfield Theater, and they showed tons and tons of movies around the clock, just like your cinema plexus in town and Ann Arbor and Detroit. And now we've uh, become a um, sort of multi-purpose organization that has weddings. Uh, we still have to try to make money to pay our people. Mm -hmm. That's how kind of a nonprofit works. But. Um, and so now we, we're doing the same thing, we're just doing more of it. Okay, so you're, you do have employees that do get paid, so it's not fully run off volunteers. Do you have volunteers that work as well? We have over 6,000 volunteer hours that are accumulated a year. Okay. So we do have a huge volunteer base. We have 2.75 employees. So it's me and three part-time people. Hmm. Equals out to about two, two and a half. And the rest is all volunteer? The rest is all volunteer. What audience do you think is most drawn to the Michigan Theater? Probably to, uh, it's twofold or maybe even multifold. Um, the people that like historical places because the building is beautiful. Uh, there's a lot of rich history that goes back into the 30s with big time entertainers at the time. Um, and people that kind of like off-brand films that are not the main in the mainstream of things, uh, art art films that are different, um, and then people that like to have a good time. So we we have a lot of options for everyone, even people your age that maybe are too young to have appreciated the, some of the cult films mm -hmm. that were out, you know, when I was your age. We bring those back. So, you mentioned some like popular performers from back in the time. What were some of those people? Um, Mickey Rooney was here. The Groucho Marx, uh, the Marx Brothers. Uh, Boris Karloff was here. Boris Karloff was the guy that played the original Frankenstein. You may have seen the black and white uh -huh. film Late at Night. <laughs> and Boris Karloff, this was the nature of celebrity in the 40s and 50s. Instead of coming in here and being a big star and signing autographs, Boris Karloff came to the theater in his Frankenstein garb and walked up and down the aisle. <laughs> so, I mean, he was a big star, but mm -hmm. big stars weren't so important as people think they are today. He came in and worked the room, so he dressed mm -hmm. up and walking down the aisle. <laughs> so that was kind of, kind of different. And since that time, we've had, uh, you know, last summer we had Buffy St. Marie, and your parents will know who that is. 
uh, Don Waz Review. We partnered with the Detroit, um, the Arab American Museum in Detroit. We partnered with the Detroit Institute of Arts, the, ja uh, the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, and brought the festival, uh, Jackson Unity Festival, to Jackson. And there we had people from all over the world that who knows how big they'll be. I mean, some of them are really big right now. It was really expensive and wonderful. And, but, uh, and we've had a lot of country stars here just during my tenure. Uh, Travis Tritt and Tracy Lawrence. Country is a big deal here. How has the Michigan theater been affected by the technological upgrades in Jackson's entertainment market, like the, um, the advancements um, in the Jackson 10's um, auditorium and the reality or the virtual reality business at the well we haven't gone 3d and i don't know if they're 3d or not we are digital we have a sound system that is state of the art so we can have live performers in here that will come in and look at the sound system and say i'm good to go that that we can use that so instead of bringing in other things we have the technology to do anything digital, anything on the computer. We've had uh, Skype conferences here. Uh, so we're pretty good there. We, we, uh, we've invested uh, a lot of our money into keeping up with technology. And I have an operations guy who's pretty young and sort of a hipster flipster. So he knows all that stuff and makes it all work. So we're, we're good that way. We're not 3D. We do have bigger seats, but we don't have the recliners. I think, I don't know if Jackson 10 does or not have a recliner. Yeah, that was one of the additions to their newer. Yeah. Yeah. So we're trying to make the movie experience um, a little bit better, more up to date, and at the same time, not totally negate the historical significance mm -hmm. of our business. And we're nicer. Yeah. I mean, they're probably nice. I shouldn't say that. You know, we're, we're kind of invested here, so the people that work here are emotionally invested in making the theater go, as opposed to just mm -hmm. somebody who comes in and, you know, sometimes, you know, when you have a job, sometimes it's kind of just a job. Mm -hmm. It's not like that here. Right. Everybody who works here ha is pretty invested emotionally in making the place go, so. Do you think, like, when people work here, like, everyone's... Like everyone's trying to make it more personal experience. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone <clears throat> works as hard as they can for the success of it, because we still have to make money. Sad but true. Uh, we have to make money of what we do. So the way we make money is we keep our overhead as low as possible, and we work as hard as humanly possible to make to to do it to stay within the confines of budget. So there's a lot of local businesses in Jackson. Um, do you have any like partnerships or sponsors with these? Uh, yes, we're we're we are friends, and we borrow things back and forth all the time. Uh, we partnered with um, the Symphony Orchestra and the Downtown Development Authority all summer to bring every free summer movie outdoors. Did you guys ever come to an outside outdoor film? Um, not yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> cool, we had ten of them outdoors at Blackman Park. So we do we did all the sound and the film, all the technology, and then we did the sound for the live bands that were there. So we partnered with them, and then, for instance, uh, 
the restaurants in town, we, every one of them has catered into this building and they're all our friends. We all work hard downtown to make sure that <clears throat> Jackson is uh, respectable and we're becoming more than respectable you know, the last couple of years, I think. Do you think Jackson businesses, like, <clears throat> because we're such like a small town, do you think they're all like really close to each other? Oh yes, everybody works hard for the common good down here whether or not they're a for-profit, uh, like the health food store, or Waltz, or Bellinote, or Chase, or the, um, the hot, hot Dog World. Why do I always call it that? What's the name of that thing? All the restaurants we work together, and all of the businesses we work together, and then the nonprofits too have, you know, we sponsor, we've, we've um, co-sponsored events with Allegiance, and we've even had the political debates in here because we have 1,200 seats. Mm -hmm. So we've had the entire city in here during the NDO. We had the building full of people that were emotionally charged. Um, how do members of the Jackson community, like high schoolers, us to, um, can get involved with the Michigan Theater for volunteer? For volunteer? Um, <clears throat> we set up a program last summer um, called Sign Up Genius, and what you would do, you would email me at the Michigan Theater, and then those emails, addresses, would be placed in Sign Up Genius, and then when we have an event, we'll push out, you know, 205 emails. And if you guys get on the email list, it's 208. <laughs> <clears throat> on that sign-up sheet, you're able to sign up for concessions, or if you like to clean, or you're really good at doing windows, or whatever or you wanted to do office work or organizational work, then those are things for you to do. Thanks for sticking around. Tune in next time for the next episode of The Glue Stick. Contact us at thegluestick.jhs at gmail.com if you or your local business is interested in being featured on our next episode. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.